Good morning to everybody. But Ezra Hashem, we're up to share number five oh one. We're learning today Le'iloi Nishmas Herschel ben Avram, Lefushlema Yitzchak Chaim ben Chaya, and Lefushlema Rezel Bas Yentel Sara. Getting back to our Indian of Schar Shabbos. So we spoke about last time, the last year, we spoke about how much time is actually needed um, in reference to uh, have services or work done before Shabbos or possibly after Shabbos in reference to why, how we could say it'll be Schar Shabbos. Is it a day? Is it a month? Is it a week? Is it an hour? So Lamaisa, we saw various different, um, uh, we brought from Mishabura, other places and so on. It could be an, an hour or two, a couple of hours or whatever the case is before. It could be even after and the like. We brought the, the um, famous case of the babysitter and so on, how one has to make it up beforehand. But now there's other types of, so, so that's as far as the actual work it goes the babysitter says for example i'm working the out one hour on tuesday right like we discussed the one hour they're working the same babysitting on shabbos and they make up beforehand the ten dollars for the two hours and it's all inclusive they do it all before but now there's other types of um services for example like tutoring um there's also uh, possibly waitering but tutoring is a very good example whereby there's, it's not actual, in other words, the person might do the tutoring, let's say, for two hours on Shabbos. They might tutor a child for two hours on Shabbos. Good. So they want to get paid for the two hours on Shabbos. Oh, so we're going to say over here, how could I pay the tutor? It's schar Shabbos. But the question is, well, what about if they're going to work during the week? So we're going to answer over here, the, the child only needs two hours of tutoring, for example, um, on Shabbos. That's all he needs. So there's nothing to do during the week. But the answer is there's another type of havla also whereby the tutor actually did work at, by the babysitter. The babysitter did actual babysitting. It was all the same job on Tuesday and all the same job, all the same type of a job on Shabbos, all the same type of a job on Tuesday and the like. But the tutor is only doing only doing the one or two hours on Shabbos per se, but there are other types of work going into this tutoring, and those are known as preparations for the tutoring. For example, the tutor has to study up, has to prepare what um, and how they're going to teach or tutor this child, for example. So those preparations, so we get, we come, we now come to a different type of havla. It's really the same type of havla, but it's just as opposed to doing the actual job, for example, like the case of the babysitting, where it's exactly the same job, or the case we, we mentioned, we spoke about the case in the Mishabura of watching the horses and the wagons and so on. It's the same job. They did an hour or two, whatever it is, before Shabbos or a couple of hours after Shabbos or whatever the case was, but it's all the same job. It's all the same watching of the horses and the wagons, whereby over here, the tutor, it's a different thing. In other words, they have the two hours on Shabbos per se, that they're taka, they're taka working and tutoring, but the preparations all go into part of the payment and the preparations are done on Tuesday or the preparations might be done on Wednesday. In other words, there was some, we're talking about in a case where there are preparations. Now, if a tutor, if a tutor, for example, just comes on Shabbos and they already know their stuff, right? Or let's say a Rebbe comes on Shabbos and whatever, the Rebbe, the Rebbe already knows there's nothing to prepare. I already know uh, the, the Gemara backwards and forwards and, 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 and that's it. There's nothing for me to prepare. I sit down with the child and I teach him and that's all. So that's Taka running, that would Taka be running into a 
problem of Schar Shabbos. The Rebbe comes, let's say, and teaches the, the, for the two hours. But, but in most cases, the Rebbe's going to look it over, and the Rebbe's going to prepare it before. They're going to look over the Gemara, let's say, on, on Thursday or Friday of Shabbos. They're going to look it over, make sure, you know, the, how, how could they give it over to the child, or maybe prepare it a little bit better so that they could give it over to this, to this uh, student, the Talmud, whoever it is. It doesn't make a difference. I'm just giving a motion of a Rebbe, but it could be, it could be anything. Any type of a tutoring, and we're just giving an example of a tutoring. So we see over here that the preparations the preparations that were done during the week, even though it's not the actual job itself, would still go into the halachas of um, Havla, and it's all part of the payment. The same thing we have, for example, by a Balkore. Somebody, somebody who's a Balkore in a shul, they read from the Torah and so on. So it comes Shabbos and they get paid, let's say, for example, again, the, the $50 to read the parsha of the week. They get paid by the shul the $50. So how could we pay the Balkore $50? We're not allowed to pay the Balkore $50. That is Schar Shabbos. But the same thing would apply over here. Now, we're not going to tell the Balkore, of course, to go read uh, um, uh, from Torah, you know, on, on, well, he might be able to read on Monday or Thursday, but in the case where he has to read the, the Shabbos parish, and that's all, the shul doesn't need him on during the week, and that's it. So what is he going to do? He's going to come on Friday and read? There's nothing for the, for the Balkare to do, but again, we're going to say the same thing, that the preparations are preparing to be able to beat the Balkare on Shabbos, looking it over, and so on, and preparing... So that the Balkore will be able to do the laning on Shabbos per se. So all that is all inclusive into the actual um, job, which is over here, is, is being the Balkore on Shabbos, and the person would be allowed to get paid for the entire job. In other words, let's say I get my $50, but uh, I, on Thursday I did preparations on the actual reading of the Torah. Good, I did on Shabbos. It took me a half hour, whatever it was, a half hour, so you're paying me $50 for the half hour, but that's all-inclusive, again, in the preparations, which I had to do to prepare for the laning of the Torah. So just to read the Lushen in English, actually, from the Sefer Shabbos home, he says, in reference to tutoring, a tutor may be compensated for teaching on Shabbos if either, he brings three cases, but the last case, um, in reference to expenses, I want to talk about separately and see how that works. But the tutor may be compensated for teaching on Shabbos if either he is required to tutor on a weekday as well as um, and, and, and is paid in a lump sum, like we mentioned, the same thing like the babysitter. If, if the tutor taka comes three times a week, or the tutor maybe comes twice a week, well, I come Thursday and I come Shabbos, good. So then you make up beforehand, um, the tutor gets a lump sum, whatever it is, $50, $100, whatever the case is, it's a lump sum, and I need you those two days, I need you Thursday, and I need you Shabbos, and it's all inclusive altogether. So therefore, the tutor on the, it comes, uh, is required, on the, the tutor is also requ- would, would come on the weekday as well and is paid in one lump sum it, again not one lump sum but again like we mentioned it's you can't pay the one lump sum but it's made up beforehand an all-inclusive agreement or like we said he prepares the tutor prepares for the tutoring before shabbos just to read the Lushen again in English from the Sefer Lamentes Malachas about Kore, somebody reads from the Torah to avoid any halachic um, compromises about Kore who is paid to lane um, uh, uh, Balkari is paid to lane the Torah on Shabbos should arrange to lane at least once during the week and set the laning fee for both days as one, like we discussed. Or the, the, the other option is also he may, uh, may, may also arrange to be paid for the preparations. 
So he's preparing, he, he's getting paid for the preparations and combined the two as one job and fee. In other words, the preparations and the laning together, it's all inclusive. Now, in reference to a waiter, the same thing basically would apply. Just to read the Lushen of the Sefer Shabbos home, of course, to pay a um, to pay a Jewish waiter straight up just for working on Shabbos is not allowed to be done. Al Tzchar Shabbos. So, so, the, to, so just to say over how he says it over there in the English, a Jewish waiter should not be paid for work done on Shabbos unless the job requires him to do some work before or after Shabbos. For example, setting up cleaning up or the like or or is a waiter during the week as well and is paid one lump sum for example let's say somebody has shave bracha so they know they need for thursday friday and shabbos and he's getting uh, whatever three four hundred dollars whatever for the whole job it's a one lump sum deal and of course like we said that's how they make it up so that is fine otherwise it's a very important thing and this comes up a lot that people have to be very careful with waiters um, Jewish waiters that come to work that they cannot be paid only for Shabbos and this this I know I don't know about now but I know you know years back it used to be a major major pl- problem there used to be a lot of Jewish I was myself a little bit um, whatever over the years involved a little bit in waitering and it's been a major major problem whereby there used to be a lot of Jewish waiters and they used to come and just work on Shabbos and get paid you can't do that that's that's Shabbos so again so the the waiter comes beforehand I know by myself over the years if we had to make a simcha I always made sure that the waiter either had to come after Shabbos and do you know cleaning up of the shul or whatever Whatever the case is, a certain amount, or or coming beforehand, uh, making sure that they set up beforehand. Otherwise, you can't pay them, and they can't take the money. Now, that's as far as a Jewish waiter. A non-Jewish waiter, he explains further. Non-Jewish waiter may be paid after Shabbos for work he does on Shabbos. Again, a non-Jewish waiter, somebody who is not Jewish, uh, a guy would Jewish waiter may be paid after Shabbos for the work that he did on Shabbos. Because over there, there's no schar Shabbos. There's no Israel on giving it to him. It's a question of accepting it. That's the problem. And the same rule he brings down would apply to domestic uh, cleaning help, a cleaning woman or something like that. If it's a Jewish woman also, a Jewish man or whatever the case is, cleaning up, love dafka waiter, the same thing would apply. They'd have to be doing work before Shabbos and after Shabbos or, or either one or either one. And the, one lump sum is made up. In other words, the waiter gets $100, but he has to come set up before Shabbos. He gets $100, but he has to do the cleanup job after Shabbos. It's an all, uh, all-inclusive type of a thing. Okay, thank you for listening. Hatzlochem, bracha, kol